officially, officially for the first time. For the first time, you are you are now listening to America's only podcast the about old- anime. Oh, okay. <laughs> this is it. This is the only With John podcast. John and Julie. Hey. Okay. Who needs a soundboard? Okay. <laughs> nice. Nailed it. Hey, welcome, welcome back. back to Hey. Why do, why welcome, do people, why do people like, like anime? Anime. I'm Julie. I'm John, your host. And uh, we definitely didn't just talk for ten minutes and then realize we were recording. Ten minutes. It was. It was. It was twenty seconds. Some and quality it, stuff. Was it? I was. Just, I, I was mostly just bitching about how bad January was. January was bad and long. It was a horrible month. I made a joke about um, nothing says love is in the air like dank, cold, rainy February. Yeah, that was that was a pretty good one. It's topical, you know, is, because of the anime topical, we watched. Topical, topical. Yeah, it's oh. actually tropical too. If you think about it. <laughs> oh. Oh fuck. Okay. God. We're we're rolling. We're we're here. Uh, if this is your first time listening to the podcast, welcome. We're two people who have embarked on two people the who voyage, don't know shit. The voyage. We don't know anything. Uh, who people that don't know nothing. Two know nothings. Try to know something. I'm trying to learn, but we tr- we've been watching anime every week for like years. Coming up now. on two years, years. <laughs> <laughs> and, and we've pieced together a couple things. If someone, if someone on the street, you know, were to uh, stop me and like hold me and ask how how may, how long have you been watching anime, I would tell them years, years, two, two of them, officially. Uh, what? Did, uh, you know what I was thinking about recently is um. No, I don't, because I'm not a mind reader, Julie. <laughs> I was thinking um two things. One, I was thinking about uh that people who we don't know actually listen to the show. Yeah. And I wonder if they like one of us better than the other <laughs> one. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> That's such a horrible. Which, yeah, no, it's horrible. Horrible, horrible thing to, thing to, to wonder. think about. <laughs> Do you ever wonder, like, yeah, if your parents you like, like you or your brother more? Yeah, it's the exact same thing. But whenever you wa- listen or watch something that's got two people in it, you you do prefer somebody else, somebody, right? Um, maybe you sh- like sure. their dynamic, right? I th- yeah, I think you probably listen for their dynamic. Man, that wasn't what I was going to bring up, though. Um, You're going to bring up how much how you're replacing me. No, that's that that that's a uh, <laughs> next week on uh, the podcast. John will if, be. I wonder if people really like John. No, or if they or if they just put up with him. Stop. They just like that's the not what I meant. His voice. That's what you meant. No, try and replace me. I my replacement's in the next room. His name is Relaxo. Okay. Doesn't say a lot, but he's always having a good time. <laughs> Man, that I I had a different point I was gonna make, but that one train wrecked in, and took took center stage. Uh, but is- I did want to shout out somebody who had reached out to us on Instagram and answered my question. That's all I want is the answer to my question. What's their handle? <laughs> uh, here I'll pull it up. But they responded to my inquiry about what is uh the mom sick with in my neighbor, Totoro. And he said, or they said, TB, as in tuberculosis. Gotcha. And it totally makes sense. Totally makes sense. And they said that uh, Mizaki's uh, mom had TB when he was a kid, so it's inspired loosely on that. Um, 
and their name is where is it proper gander so shout out shout out thank you so much uh the mom in my neighborhood was recovering from tb and miyazaki's mom had it for nine years when he was growing up amazing incredible amazing that makes i mean that makes a lot of sense and uh thank you for not judging me for any sort of bad take that i had trying to piece that together he thought that she was like a fucking yeah i thought she was depressed or something yeah anyway any anything new with you john Uh, before we get into this week's anime no we've been um been getting into the world of uh vampire the masquerade oh yes uh i'm i'm Try, uh, trying my hand at uh, uh, a, what's it like dungeon mastering? Dungeon mastering. It's, I think they call it storytelling okay. in uh, gotta be vampire uh, coda. So it's been fun, sort of uh, planning that, planning that, sort of getting some writing done, planning our masquerade, planning yeah, planning our our yeah your masquerade and your. Uh, I'm still trying to piece my character together. Trying to figure out what kind of uh, vampire to be. Yeah, I'm really torn between being like just pompous as fuck or like, oh, I remember what I was going to say uh, or pompous as fuck or uh, just like dirtbag, like the other side of the coin, like rich bitch or, yeah, you know, scum of the earth, Nosferatu. <laughs> yeah. You know what I was thinking about is that you could go back and listen to us over the last two years. Yeah. And it made me think about like, uh, what if we had kids and then they just like listened back to all of our podcasts? Oh, man. That would suck. (laughs) (laughs) All right. No, Julie, they wouldn't listen back. We would make them. We would play it for them. No, we would make them part of the content. Oh, they would have to do con- make content for us. Listen, my son, ma- mommy, and daddy need to make the podcast. So everyone's going to the podcast. If you want to eat? <laughs> Dinner's not going to be ready until the podcast is done. If you want, if you want lights on this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> not that we make a, a a nickel on this. I I will say it, I I also feel like it's taken us about a hundred episodes to like get in the swing of things. Yeah, I think, I think we're closing in on I ninety. The, I think the first hundred episodes, <laughs> we've we're sort of figured out the formula. I think the, a little I think bit. the first I think the first twenty episodes are pretty bad. Yeah, I but do I, I think, too. I think we've we've gotten significantly better. Yeah. That's kind of like that's kind of every podcast though. I I think we I, I don't want to critique us too much, but I think in the beginning it was very reliant on like a recap or something. We got it was like too much. Uh, pull, yeah, we we kind of I was. I was scared. <laughs> yeah, you were you were worried that someone was gonna like judge me, f- judge you, or call you out. Be like, you don't you don't know nothing. I I know I don't know nothing. Yeah, but I I'm trying to learn something. I don't know a, a thing in this world <laughs> other than pain. Okay. <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> <laughs> I just listen, listen. I just feel like. When we were recording the podcast, just me and you, we don't think about that it's just distributed. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, I really, I uh... <laughs> like in this moment, I'm not thinking about in ten years' time, some my kid going back and finding this and being like, "Mom, you said bitch." Like, <laughs> you 
You know? <laughs> Dad, you made some horrible joke about Dad, whatever. you had a bad take. Yeah. <laughs> I've had this anyway. vi- I've had this idea. I don't want to, you know, I don't actually want to say my idea for like the the TikTok I want to make. <laughs> <laughs> do you even have a tiktok <laughs> no uh I, I have one just like kind of scroll around and stuff okay all right you know what i'll i'll, I'll tell you offline right. maybe we can make it at some point good stuff um we, we always talk about the tiktoks we're gonna make and it's never gonna happen i just think it would be really like i i, I think it'd be pretty funny Okay. Maybe just to me. Um, so this week we watch Weathering with You. The Weathering f- with You um, by the Master Shinkai. Makoto Shinkai came out in 2019. 7.5 out of 10 on IMDb. No. No, we're doing, <laughs> we're doing IMDb scores now. What's, One hour, what's... 54 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a fantasy romance. PG thirteen. That's like that's like my favorite bit in <laughs> yes. uh, on cinema where like they Greg the is just, they're just like he's like reading the box. Yeah, <laughs> and he's like supposed to talk about how good a movie is. <laughs> yes, um, I appreciate that they continue with the bit that that uh, he doesn't know how to say any of his any yeah, anyone's name. Tim Heidecker just like just Tim Timothy Timothy. Kala, Chala, yeah, Chat, yeah. It's a good one. Um, he does it well. Shout out our good friend Tim Heidecker. Uh, See, we're we're looking forward to his guest appearance on the podcast any day now. Any day, na- please day respond now. to our email. <laughs> uh, we watched Weathering with you. What do uh, you think? I thought it was all right. You oh, so did IMDb seven point five. That's about that's about that's what I would like, give it. That's like C, C plus maybe. Here's the thing. Depends on. Should I, should I just get into it? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Let's hear it. We both we both were big fans of your name. Loved it. Loved it. it. It did a lot of things. I think that I had not seen an anime before, or I had you know, it, it was clear that he had his own spin on it via like you know using montage or sort of character dialogue and that kind of thing. Um, this movie. Weathering with you, I feel like mostly did all of the same tricks and didn't add a whole lot to it. Yeah. Like I, I just feel like it's like he has like a template for like, all right, these these two characters uh become you know, sort of become close due to strange circumstances. Right. The boy is very awkward and the girl is very beautiful or whatever. Yeah. For I, some reason they're separated. I I feel like um with your name, there was that that sort of like magical element where they're both like it's like impossible for them to be together. Thing yeah. was more crushing than in this, where like they can kind of be together, but it's like uh, the circumstances are less kind of uh, fantastical. Yeah, because in your name, they were both like living in each other's bodies or something right right and so they were like trying to communicate with each other through like what happened yeah (laughs) during the day (laughs) before they were switching back and forth yeah yeah what did you think i i liked it i didn't think it was bad I, i didn't think it was bad either like i was just sort of uh I think it missed it missed the 
the mark. If I'm putting on my my film critic fedora here, a little feather in my cap and a yeah. pr- like a little press badge, like Robin Hood, little press badge, so I like shove my way through the movie theater to get to the front because I'm a member <laughs> of the press. Give us your opinion. Uh, yeah, it's just I mean, it was very cute. cute. It was very sweet. Sweet. Is you know I like um, you know. I once again a very beautiful looking film. Yes, here's here's what I think. The visuals amazing. The voice acting pretty good. The um sort of story elements also kind of, kind of interesting. Not entirely original seeing as we've watched sort of these uh I don't know as far as like magical circumstances go this is pretty light yeah in the anime realm of things and that's and just because this is so visually similar to your name um it you can't help but compare it to it and they're both love stories they're both love stories they're both by the same director same director both use magic i would say the magic in your name is just more more effective more effective more uh convincing original yeah and whereas this is like magic girl um controls the weather controls the weather and um Ends up being some type of sacrifice, right? Yeah. So that the the rain will stop. You know, if I could, if I could put my on my uh, my male feminist fedora hat, okay, uh, cap. You've got many hats. Also, with a feather and a press badge, so I can shove my way through the. Oh uh, my god! <laughs> through the non-feminists at the uh, at the uh, the rally. Um, I I feel like. Yeah, the... that was a bad take. <laughs> Uh, I feel like uh, the the girl in this movie did not have as much agency as the female lead in your name. Um, I feel like she okay. she's a little too much of like a as they as they say online a manic pixie dream girl where she was kind of too perfect and sort of swooped into like kind of uh, you know raises spirits. Mm. And, you know, it was he he, the only thing he cared about was her at a certain point. Yeah. And their love was so pure for middle schoolers. (laughs) Yeah. That's the thing, too, is I always feel a little like especially when they bring up the age of the characters in the movie. She's only 15. It's like, uh, (laughs) yeah, stop. (laughs) Let's get some fucking like, you know, 30 year olds falling in love. Do you know what this movie is really about? Uh, what? Climate change. It is, but it, it's sort of like... Everything online is like the director being like, no, 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 this is about, it's about climate change. But it's like, that's like set dressing though. <laughs> that's like, I don't know, that's like saying... Uh... It's like an indirect approach to discussing climate change. Mm, yeah, it, okay. He specifically says... Uh, uh, climate change in relation to how the younger generation should be able to choose a future for themselves. Uh, yeah. Uh, do you, do you buy it? I it feels like um feels it like feels a- like maybe that was the movie that's that's what the movie was about for him like when they started it 
and then he fell back into sort of his his go-to like what worked last time it feels like a good like marketing plug yeah i mean there was a i i would say can, can this I, is pretty light can i jump into spoilers no it's too early to <sighs> jump into spoilers because like the the ending totally it's it's like we haven't even told the what is their character's name <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember what the characters' names are. I don't either. It's the it's fucking the there was sunshine, sunshine girl, girl and, and the sad uh, sad boy. Hin uh Hadoka. Yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> yeah, Hadoka's the main character, and then Sunshine Girl, also known as Hina, Amano yep. Hina. Yeah. I still don't understand, and maybe I should just look it up for myself, why sometimes characters go by their first name and why sometimes they go by their last name. I think it's I think it's the Japanese way of addressing people is you mostly address people by their last name. But then Hadoka's name is Hadoka Morishima, and then Hina's name is Amano Hina. I think it... So he goes by his first name, she goes by her last name. You know what I'm saying? I think it depends on the person and how you're addressing them. That's why when I'm like trying to say what the character's name is, I'm I you sometimes stumble because I'm looking at their full name and I'm trying to remember which one they use in the show. Yeah. Anyway. Sidebar. So this is a story about runaways, too. Yep. Uh Hidoka has run away to Tokyo from his island village. Um where it's raining a lot for August. And he's trying to find a job as a 16-year-old stowaway. And he ends up working at a tabloid company. <laughs> yeah, like, 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 a, a, like a shitty like magazine. What were, what were those magazines? Tab, they were called tabloids. Like the magazines you saw at like, the checkout line at the grocery store. Yeah, like Us Weekly or... Yeah. Just trash. <laughs> Unless Us Weekly wants to hire John Hill in some role in the future, <laughs> in which case, you know. Quality. Great, quality great outlet. Stuff. Great stuff. That yeah. I could help with their social media. <laughs> so Hudoka meets with this, um, uh, yeah, Kasuke Suga on the, tr- the boat over. Yep. And he gives him a job as a sixteen-year-old because he's struggling. Is that is that how life is like? If I were to, if I were to like escape to like Los Angeles, would someone be like, "Hey, hey, you could use a job, kid"? I think um, Runaway recognizes Runaway. That's true. So I think yeah. I think other Runaways would identify you and try to help you. Yeah, I guess that's like the romanticized theory behind it. <laughs> Um, that well, like kid is running away for a reason. Most people will want to just get you back to your parents. Quick sidebar: uh, This weekend, uh, I saw Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, oh. the original film, nineteen ninety ninety film at Alamo by myself. Uh, <laughs> and w- one of the plot points was that there are all these teenagers sort of doing the uh, the bidding of the the Foot Clan and the main antagonist, and they had like their. Uh, they had like this like hideaway where it was like they had like this huge like snaking skate ramp and like all these like arcade games Sick. and they were just like drinking soda. 
and like they had all these like you know they're just smoking cigarettes and i love i love a good 90s uh like teenager like hideout meeting place yeah compound like uh like hackers yeah or like Buffy, like let's meet at the bronze. Yeah, let's meet at the bronze. I'm like, where the? F- I'm gonna get a cup of tea while I watch the band, and we're just gonna like read books or whatever. Yeah, like chill on the couch. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, just like, like is this a student union? I'm so confused. It's like, but it's, it's like, in like an alleyway. <laughs> it's like part club, part like. A lot of shows have this depiction of some like crazy hangout spot that like doesn't exist that that i've never experienced in real life have you gone to like a like a like a coffee shop that like shouldn't be around anymore in new york by the nature of like what do you mean like like a like a really kind of like like uh there's this coffee shop by this place i was working at for a while like they had like all this like mismatched furniture Hmm. and it was like it was like run by like some old lady and it was like very it's very quaint yeah, I think it's I think like, I've been to a bar like that. It's like the best kind of business. Yeah, it's it's true. Out of time. True, but I never know where to sit in those scenarios. I just sit on the biggest couch. I never want to sit on the couch. <sighs> I, I'm just saying. I, that's I'm why, always like, is this a home? You're, you're the one <laughs> helping helping the wheel of of gentrification roll over these businesses because wow. you don't know where to sit. No, no, no. You got to have your your singular bench. I'll just sand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll um, sit at the bar. So he gets a job at this tabloid. There's a hot, hot babe working. Well, before that, he uh, he goes, he goes to uh, can't really eat. Like he's he's like scrounging for food, right? Yeah, he's eating. He's eating like cheap food. Trying to living in like a hole in the wall place. Yeah, goes to a McDonald's where he's like taking a nap or passes Bas- out or something. Basically, McDonald's and a. Uh, it's I uh, we'll call that, bi- that Big Mac opens up and you know it's he, a Big Mac. Uh, yeah, there's some some nice girl working there who gives him a a, a nice free meal. Free meal, you know. The most beautiful burger we've ever seen. The the the, the best a Big Mac has ever looked yeah, in real life. Listen, in I'll anime. describe it to you. He opens that cardboard ca- packaging, that car perfectly pristine white cardboard, and that top bun. Has been compressed by the cardboard and just fluffs up, ever so slightly fluffs it's like up. Incredible! And you see all the little seeds on the bun, and he pulls it out, and you see every layer of this burger. It's perfect. It's perfect. McDonald should hire uh, the director <laughs> of this to just do like a fucking <laughs> just an animated. Yeah, I feel like that wouldn't go over well. <laughs> I mean, maybe not in America, but I think in true. That's how you. That's how you get people to come. I mean, that was that was like kind of advertising for a while. It was like Shinkai. You just do illustrations because you know it always looks way better. True. Like, like if you're fucking uh, what's his name on uh Mad Men? Yeah. You're just drawn all day before you uh. Before photography takes over. Before photography takes over, and you uh, run away to. I do think advertisements look, look bad now. Because of yeah. photography, and I'm a photographer, so like, takes a lot for me to say that. But like, I, I very rarely see a photographic advertisement that I'm like, wow. Yeah, it's uh specifically like mainstream advertising. There's no bravery in advertising anymore. <laughs> no, no. No, there's no Don Draper, <laughs> you know, screaming at 
clients to yeah go with his there's no don draper having like a soliloquy about you know his uh his whorehouse uh oh my god <laughs> so anyways uh hinoda what's his name hido oh my god hodoka <laughs> Uh, starts taking uh, this job where he's going around collecting wild stories for his tabloid uh, job. Can Ghosts. we talk about that m- first montage? Yeah, of him like fixing stuff up. Yeah, just him like cooking meals and them giving him a hard time and them going from place to place to like hear stories. I thought it was like a really good montage. <laughs> yeah. But there's a second montage that doesn't quite hold up, but that first montage is really, it's good. really good. If there was an award for montages, yeah, I was, would give it to this one. Yeah, I mean, because that that first montage in your name, like I, because the music in it is, and it's like mm. they got the same band. I guess it's a band who to do the music for the most part. Mm-hmm. Still, still hitting, still good. Yeah. yeah. I don't know, I just thought that first montage of him like getting into the swing of things into his daily life before he goes back to sort of re-encounter the girl. Yeah, so he sees uh sees the girl who offered him or who gave him the Big Mac earlier. She is uh She's in the hands of a older, scary looking dude. And it looks like he's trying to like get her to I, I'm assuming it was like a brothel yeah i apologize for using the word whorehouse earlier i realized there's some <laughs> there's some there's Pause. Some more, more tasteful ways bring of, it back of saying step that. back i don't know if it was that it's described in the movie as a club mm. um but it seemed like there were some ill intentions behind why they were that he had her, uh, their hands on her literally yeah and so he uh he break he Stops the guy, uh, almost gets his ass kicked. Pulls out a pulls gun. Pulls out a gun. Where did he get the gun? Uh, Is it in the beginning? So when he's sitting in front of the club, the same club that they're trying to bring her into, yeah, uh, he he gets kicked over and like into the trash, and then he finds a bag with a gun in it. Okay. Kind of a silly. I must reason have been looking to, at my phone to acquire that a gun. One moment. And this it is, is very like okay. This is like the this is like what's maybe the gun for. I'm sure I'm sure we've seen something and I'm just like forgetting it, but like not a lot of uh like regular civilians with guns in in anime. I mean, like there's you know certainly in action stuff you know a character will have a firearm, but uh, not a huge. I mean, obviously you know they don't they don't give out guns like they do here. <laughs> nobody's got concealed and carry you don't you don't get a free gun after you get your prostate checked in japan like you do in (laughs) you know tennessee or wherever uh dad that was a bad take okay the (laughs) since you said that like i think i'm like subconsciously like like going on the the edge today oh boy this is it this is our last episode (laughs) um I don't understand why they had to give him a gun. It, it was personally. so. Listen, because whenever I see a gun in in media, 
you you gotta you gotta think about your good your good everyone's good friend Chekhov. I immediately go to somebody's dying in this. Somebody's and, getting shot specifically, tragically. And, There's gonna be tragic death in this. I mean, if it's an action movie, that's another story. But if you see a gun in a kind of a, something like this, it's usually a bad sign. Yeah. So it set up like a lot of like doom, doom coming. And uh, I don't think it really paid off in a if satisfying an, if way. If Anton Chekhov saw this movie, he would, you know, throw his glass at the screen. Mostly <laughs> because he'd be afraid of, you know, television. <laughs> <Okay>. but, <laughs> but also because they, you know. Here, here, all right, spoiler. No one gets shot. Yeah, true. Nobody does Nobody get gets shot. shot. Nobody accidentally fires the gun. Nobody, uh... I mean, the gun gets fired, but only as, only as a warning shot. Like he gets the guy, the guy gets on top of him during this kind of like altercation where he's trying to save uh, Sunshine Girl from the scoundrels, and he points the gun at him and then fires it, but like to the left of his head or something. Yeah. Can you imagine if he just shot that guy? That'd be great. And then not only was he a runaway, that, but he was a like hell of a, a way to start a accidental movie. murderer. And yeah, I mean, it would be about something else at that point. <laughs> be... Maybe they discussed it. Yeah, um, but he doesn't shoot him. He just scares him with the scares gun. Scares him, runs away. Runs away with the girl. She rebukes him for uh, having a gun. <laughs> having a gun, putting his nose into. Her, her business, business. <laughs> and then invites him over for yeah dinner. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you know hey it's cool i'm a i'm a sweet anime girl yeah i want you to eat my cooking and, yeah let's go make some good 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 food yep yeah the food does look really good in this yeah even the uh even like the cheap ass ramen looks pretty even the cheap ass ramen pretty damn good um so then what happens <laughs> i forget i forget so all the while while they're um uh they're so in his tabloid job they're sort of investigating this idea of a sunshine girl we've used that uh name a couple times now um where there's there's some belief in I don't know what's. I don't know if it's like a spirituality or just like urban legend or whatever, but there's some belief that uh, certain girls have the ability to change the weather. Yeah, it's kind of like a folklore that, like, once a generation or something, the the sky gods bless one person with the ability to like clear the rain, basically control the weather. Period. Yeah. And. Uh, she reveals this to to him during their dinner that she is. Well, I think a she, I think this might girl. this might be before that. When does she show? I don't him? know. It's it's like about the same time. He he finds out that she can. She's legit. She can actually like pray and the Manipulate rain will stop. The, yeah. And he's like, let's turn this into a business. He goes. He goes full Ed Ed and Eddie mo- mode. <laughs> Let's start a scam. Let's monetize this scam. Yeah, like any good content creator. And she starts fulfilling these uh, requests for sunshine. For good weather. You know, everything from uh, 
uh, whatchamacallit, uh, like a flea market to get people to come out mm-hmm. to a wedding, mm. to kids playing in a playground. Yes. They another, just want outdoor time. Another excellent montage. Good montage. That, not as good as the first one, but still pretty good. I, w- I feel like that one warmed my heart a little bit. Like there's yeah, a scene where they're, uh, all the all their like clients are passing money to to them. Yeah. And so like, you know, the adults give them like, you know, a bunch of money, but like the kids hand them like a coin. Yeah, yeah one coin. <laughs> it, was very, uh, it was very sweet. So they were just doing it for however much they could get for it. Yeah. They were they were doing it basically for the joy of people receiving sunshine. Yep. Because it's not said, but the Tokyo in Tokyo it's just been raining nonstop for and it's cold, and so any sort of spark of sun in Tokyo is like literally a miracle. <laughs> yeah. And she can only go in certain spots, so she's getting paid to provide the sunshine yep eventually they uh they do the sunshine sh- stuff at a f- at a festival where there's a bunch of fireworks yeah uh then the whole internet finds out and tries to get them to you know comes overwhelming so they shut it down mm. um the police uh have somehow come across the uh the tape of mm. him shooting the gun so they're going security footage they're, of uh, him. they're knocking yeah, they're Knock like in. they're like, "Hey, you're a missing person." Basically. And they go to they go to her house and her and her brother uh are living alone because their mom died. Yeah, so like, her origin story for becoming the sunshine girl is that she, she... ate her mom's blood. No, no, no. Oh, sorry. <laughs> what? <laughs> what movie were you watching? Uh, I was watching uh queen of the damned on my phone full time (laughs) so she's it's a flashback of her in the hospital with her mom and she sees this like small small uh spark of sunlight in the distance and she just runs towards it and passes through um what are they called uh ito gate or like a like um those archways i think yeah i think it's a gate i think it's called an ito gate but correct me if i'm wrong and uh, passes into this mystical world of the sky, basically. It's almost like being underwater, but in the sky. You can be falling or in this kind of floating plasmic goo. A Tory. <laughs> A Tory gate. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. Thank you. Um, Ito is the period in Correct. that they reference later on. In the movie, uh, I always like incorporating kind of mystical elements from in historical elements into these things. Got blended a little bit. I think it's always. I think it always kind of beefs it up a little bit. I would pun, agree. Pun intended. Uh, like a like a nice Big Mac of you know the the top. You need the double patty. The 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 top layer is uh you know the realism and the real story, and the bottom layer is like the uh the mysticalness sort of running running under the surface. Because I feel like I'm blurting something. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there so... there is a fact at the end of the film. I was like, oh <laughs> yeah, interesting. <laughs> interesting. And so sh- that's how she sort of gained her power to pray the 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 sunshine in. But her um, mom is dead. Worm food. 
<laughs> Jesus. And uh, she has been living alone with her uh, little brother. Sorry, I don't know. I don't know why I'm like so dismissive of <laughs> you. Are like on one because I really, I really liked it. Well, I didn't really like it. I liked it. I liked it. <laughs> it was okay. <laughs> it was. It was. It was pretty. All right, I didn't like it. It was pretty decent. Okay. Um, so they go on the run because the cops are coming. And they realize that they have no parents, so they're also gonna be turned over to you know Outlaws. social services. Uh, Child protective services are coming in. They can't be living alone. Uh, so they're kind of on the run. They're fugitives. Uh, they wind up in a hotel after a run-in with the police. Yeah. Where uh, they finally find a place that will let them in. Yep. And not question them for ID or how old are you and this is illegal. <laughs> and they have one night of joy, bath time, karaoke, snacks. And 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 it's like you know I think we both I think you said it but like you're like this this movie's gonna be sad isn't it because it's like you know it's. It's one of those like happy moments in a movie that you know is is sort of there to uh, implant right, right before it gets crushing. Right before it gets crushing, and also just to like implant, you know, a memory of there being like happy memories between them. So when the sadness does come, it's a little more impactful, mm-hmm. and it works. And that's what you're supposed to do. Um, yeah. So she. She's like, listen, I've been doing the sunshine thing for so long, and frankly, it's kind of a curse. And the more I do it, the more my body is disappearing. Turning into liquid. <laughs> and she says, this is my fate. Uh, if I sacrifice myself, then the rain will stop. Yep. The weather will return to normal. And so what does she do? But she does that. She disappears literally and right as she disappears also the police find them and take take uh her brother away everything goes to shit so fast yep they're at their lowest point in the film yes yeah and um and and uh hokato is like losing it too Cause he like can't believe this is happening, and yeah, he's hysterical, and he's got to get back to the building where she passed through the the Tory gate, so that she can he can bring her back. Yeah, because he's in love with her. There's also because he's in love. The the detectives also go back to the uh, the publisher of the tabloid to sort of get more information mm. on him. Uh, and, uh, that's where he becomes sort of a more major player where he starts like crying after hearing, uh, hearing about his, his, his sort of life and and everything. Yeah. So when, uh, Hina, no, when Hidoka, uh, inevitably makes his, uh, I forget how he escapes, but he gets, he gets out of the, the cop car and, uh, the assistant to the publisher, uh, you know, Helps him on her moped. Natsumi. Natsumi. Voiced by Allison Brie. Really? Yeah. Like, they, they're, they're two... Uh, well, I guess maybe three if you... Uh, I don't know how big Lee Pace is. I guess he's he's in stuff. I don't want to diss Lee. 
but Allison Brie and Riz Ahmed are in this. <laughs> Riz Ahmed, like the the most, he plays the uh, he plays one of the police officers, and it's like such like a like both of them are are in such like strange like insertions. I'm imagining like their uh, their agents were probably like, hey, look, like you know, all right, it's not it's not Miyazaki, all right, but. You know, your name, this guy's other movie, it was the most profitable <laughs> movie in Japan, all right? This guy's a big deal. Huge. And they're like, all right, well, yeah, sure. Script's good. <laughs> Interesting. Um, yeah, she plays um, the cousin that appears to be the mistress, but is, is his cousin of the... I think maybe niece. Niece. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, they're just re- they're related. <laughs> yeah, it was it was, it was it's like a good reveal moment. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, so she helps him get away from the police and um, get to this building where he runs to the to the top of the stairs, and there he is. There's there's the guy he works for. Kiska. Yeah. Yeah, and he's like, "Oh, you're going crazy, kid. What are you doing up here? What the Don't f- throw your life away." Don't th- which I I kind of like I was like, "What are you doing here?" Yeah, it's it's sort of a weird th- yeah, it doesn't it doesn't it like kind of doesn't make sense. Like he's is he run- like what what is he doing exactly that like he's what like uh, I guess evading the police. Yeah. But like I think he's pretty He's pretty clear in his goal here of just like he just needs to go up to the Yeah, he just needs to, to see it, to go do it. He's not like you know he's part not... of me was like, what if nothing happens, you know? Well yeah, that or like I mean I was just like just fucking let him go to the roof and then he's gotta like he's gotta come back down. Yeah, yeah. Like just let him go up. Like, come on. Yeah. And then and then the cops show yeah, up. Like you believe in him to this yeah, point? Yeah, like like, like you you have like this like connect like he was he was such a weird like back and forth character in the scene because then like the cops show up and they all like have their guns on him and and oh why, yeah the why thing, does he have his gun again? I thought he threw the gun away. I I don't know. He's like threatening fucking Kasuke and he's like, if you don't get out of the way, I'll kill you. Yeah, he's pointing his gun at people. You're like, oh my god, this like, this what? is it. Yeah, and then and so then the cops come and they're all, they all have their guns on him and he's like fucking pointing his gun at all the cops. Oh my god. And and they're just like, uh, they don't do anything. <laughs> like he's got his finger on the trigger, pointing and pointing directly. Kasuke is like, don't worry, guys. He's like, hey, he's not gonna do anything. You guys are you guys are overreacting. He's got a gun and he's pointing it at like. And then he Listen. decides to heel turn and and let him get to the roof. Yeah, and then yeah, then... I I just don't understand like what that conflict was all about, like why that happened. If it, we really gained anything from that seeing it. Listen, I don't, I don't, I don't know how the police are in Japan. I would assume in most countries, in most places, if you point a gun at a police officer with your finger on the trigger. Uh, you're you're out. You're you're done. That's, That's it. it. Uh, not saying it's it's right. Maybe you get one verbal warning. Yeah, to drop it, but it, or it, I like, will shoot you. <laughs> I I couldn't I couldn't like wrap my head like I'm usually not like oh logically that would not happen in a in a <laughs> in a real life scenario. Yeah, but it was just like it's it so took me out of it that I was like what. 
literally what is happening. Why does, like, there's no reason for him to have a gun. Like, yeah, and he fires it too. And he fires it. Yeah, he, he fires fucking, it into the air. He fires it into the air, and the cops are just like, uh, like, I don't know. So he, but yeah, he makes it to the roof. I like that it added tension, you know, that like the cops were gonna fucking get him, but like, you know, so he gets to the but roof. Truly no payoff for the gun. Cause like maybe if the first time was like a fake out moment, like you thought something critical was gonna happen and then it doesn't. Like here we are, we're pointing the gun at literally like our only friend in the world <laughs> who who uh stuck their neck out for us. <laughs> You know? Yeah, who who like gave you like a house and like a job, a job, safety, a phone, food, like everything, keep the cat exactly. Um, Literal father figure in the movie. I I thought that there was gonna you know after the reveal that she like you know sort of turned liquid. I thought that there was gonna be like some like tragic kind of like fake out where like he shoots the gun at someone and it looks like it shot her. Yeah, but she's but liquid. She's, she's liquid, See, so it's okay. That would have been great. Yeah, anything. Yeah, maybe maybe he should have gone up and gotten her out of the, you know, brought her back, and then had this confrontation with the cops. Yeah. And uh, what's his name? Kasuke. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so there's no reason a gun should have been in this movie. This, That's all I'm trying to say. This 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 stupid uh, conflict plays out, and then he uh, he jumps through the the gate. And is whisked away into like a sky world. Yeah, where he finds his baby. And this is floating in space. And uh this is like the this is like the best part of the movie to me. You know, like I think I think he real uh director really excels at these scenes of, of just like the couple reuniting. Uh he gets to do it again later, but like the couple reuniting and just like the pure uh pure joy of them seeing each other again the moment of i thought i lost you and now i found you and let's float through the sky (laughs) yeah listen i love and i'm never letting you go i i will always happy valentine's day (laughs) i will always love a scene of of two people in love flying through the air why is that such a thing in I don't, anime? I don't know, but because I feel like we keep seeing it. Like I think it's such a thing in like everything, like, like Peter a Pan falling through the sky. Wally, like when Wally and uh, Eve are are flying through space. Oh. Well, this is a specific like we're, we've fall we've come through a portal in the sky and now we're falling towards Earth. Yeah, but we're gonna be fine somehow. <laughs> That's a good point. It's always falling like epic falling yeah i don't know anyway what is that i guess it's just a visually very effective yeah and you get to show off your like wind skills like yeah <laughs> with hair and clothes <laughs> yeah, and shit just, yeah let me show you how to depict some sick wind <laughs> uh yeah so they uh he brings her and and so and he also has like a handcuff on him yeah, what the cop gave him. So I, I thought that he was gonna like handcuff himself to her. No, no payoff for that. I don't know. They just <laughs> needed it to. I don't know. They just needed it to like wave in the air. Uh, to like kind of come on, <laughs> open and close, <laughs> just like, just like the most like minor thing that's like to like flex, but like. I think he was trying to do that thing like in storytelling where it's like, 
like your character like keeps defying the odds but i don't know some reason in this you know he's just gonna like keep defying what what <laughs> he, put, he put the handcuff in there to show the handcuff like open and close just to like <laughs> <laughs> just to like piss off the eggheads at studio Ghibli when they go to see the movie opening night <laughs> It's like, yes, do that in your fucking movie. Okay. It's not a it's not a competition. It is a competition. It's I, not I a competition. It, I, think it, I think it is, but no one will uh, admit it. I don't know. I think anything is by nature competitive. Yeah. Yeah. I think humans are competitive by nature is what I mean. Yeah, I think so. Um, so, and then the movie like jumps forward three years. Oh well, so they Why? they they land on so they they land back on the roof. Everything's cool. Uh, Everything's cool. They're well, both passed out. They're both passed <laughs> out in the the pouring rain, and boy, is it raining! In fact, uh, it rains so much that Tokyo floods. Tokyo is slowly sinking underwater. Because the whole thing is like, she's the sacrifice so that the rain stops. So without her sacrificing herself, there is one very intense, cute line about like him being like, I don't care if it rains for a hundred years. Like, I, I just want to be with you. I don't care if I never see a blue sky again. Yeah. Very that. Very romance. Romance. He romances her. And so the minute that she is back on Earth, the rain starts. The rain starts. And doesn't stop ever. Yeah. <laughs> Tokyo is flooded. Selfish? Uh, well, yeah, I mean, we should we should talk about that. Uh, um, he uh, he has to go back to his uh, shitty hometown. What What is the deal with him and his parents? Like, why does he I run don't away? Know. It's never, is it ever given a reason? I think it's because he's bored. <laughs> okay. Literally, I think he uh, he's fed up with the monotony of his small town life or something, which is not a great reason, but I guess it sort of eliminates the need for any more backstory for him. Yeah. <laughs> so he, he winds up back home and... Uh, he's on probation. He's on probation. He finally graduates. He's 18 years old. Heads, heads back to Tokyo on a boat. It's all flooded and horrible. I guess he gets an apartment there. Yeah. Uh, meets up with some. Uh, there's there's one unanswered request on the site that they had way back when, and he goes to visit the woman, and they sort of, you know, it's a nice old lady who kind of, you know, talks to him and tells him that, you know, uh, Tokyo was only above water for the last 300 years, uh, and in the Edo period, it was just a bay. Right. Some something about that the earth changes and morphs with human interaction with it. Something. Yeah. Like whenever people are like in a hundred years Florida's gonna be underwater or whatever. Uh it's like okay. You're like good. I don't know. That sucks. Like well, you think there's Sorry, gonna be I something. Don't, I don't we actually can do mean that to all that? of our wonderful listeners in Florida. I mean it's it's like Okay, well, if that's the fact, then maybe we should do something about it. But the rate that it's the thing is, like, people can only do so much, you know. Now we're talking about climate change. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, um, 
you know, there. I, I would say that I think uh, there are things we could do to make sure Florida and other things do not end up underwater. I I think that it's uh, I mean, like sacrifice a young girl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got it. We got to start. Line them up. No. Fine. <laughs> okay. Um, if if you want to talk about climate change for a second, I think uh, and I don't know if this is like a hot take or anything, but. <laughs> Uh, and I and I and I go into like it's all bullshit, <laughs> it's all fake. No, no, no. Uh, I don't know if this is hot take or whatever. I think it's I think it's such a, a misdirection and such like an intentional manipulation by uh, the powers that be to sort of you know make the 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 sing the the citizen feel like the responsible one and like that they're yeah you know that they're the ones causing all this when oh, you know the the machinations of uh you know capitalism and amazon and amazon and all these corporations are the you. ones that are you know oil companies destroying it and their refusal to the government that these things should fall on them basically yeah like they are destroying the planet and and if if disney wants to not be underwater in uh, in the next uh century then maybe they should do something about it you know now introducing the first theme park in the ocean. Can you imagine if if they were just like, okay, there's gonna be massive fines for anybody who does I don't know like yeah uses fossil fuels or maybe if like the government did something that was you know admirable or, or just like and just... like making plastic is now illegal. It's like okay, figure it out. <laughs> yeah, uh, that'd be great. But like force these companies to stop using the the shitty for the earth alternative yeah well just just um putting that out there but yeah i'll keep using my metal straw and yeah like i mean it's like i'll take the bus what do you want me to do (laughs) it's also like i think you also realize like how fucked this like world is like when you anytime anytime we go out like into like a suburban area and you have to like drive everywhere to like you have to like dry. You have to like put. There's gas. like literally no sidewalks. <laughs> There's no sidewalks, and you have to like put like the the area is designed for you to put gas into the atmosphere so you can go get like groceries. Yeah. Like twenty minutes in a away. Plastic bag. You know, and and it's like it's like what the fuck. Yeah. Like I I realize that like you know not everyone loves this, loves the city or whatever, but at the same time it's like I don't know I don't I don't love the sprawl either. Yeah. Yeah, and it's it's um I mean it's kind of like they the people that set up these systems and started making these things that were bad for the planet like didn't know per se that they were bad for the planet, but that doesn't mean what we sh- and maybe maybe we're all like used to it by now. It's like, "Oh, how can I change? How my big brain can't figure out how to not <laughs> destroy the earth now that we know yeah. that what we're doing is destroying the earth." And it's like well, it's going to be okay, first of all. Like, you can make the small change. I believe in you. You know? But the company should also be making the bigger changes of these things are no longer going to work in the future. I mean, when when we make changes, I think, you know, and, and we find that, you know, some girl is, you know, the reason why it's raining so often, I think we got to, Gotta, yeah. gonna have to let her gotta go. Gotta sacrifice her to the 
Do you think it's do you think it's a satisfying ending for them to make it to to destroy Tokyo so they can be together? Well, so the very yeah, so the very end, uh, he he reunites with her, and it's a very uh, heartwarming reunion, and they hug, and the movie the the credits roll. Um, so I think if you uh, in response to that, I think if you take this on a on a very literal angle, and you take like the movie to to sort of solely represent you know like these are factual things that happen in a in a real world and the, this is like what the uh the director wants then no this is an extremely uh <laughs> uh irresponsible movie do you think right? you would have cried more if if she didn't come back uh i don't know maybe can i can i also let be me a little wait tr- if i can if yes, i can finish ahead, though um uh, but I think that, you know, it's not fucking real, idiots. Yes. It's like, it's the whole, the whole thing is like, <laughs> it's, not real. it's, it's like the feeling of love, the, the, the feeling that like, I love, you know, I love you so much that like, I, I don't care if the whole fucking world sinks, Aww. if the whole world dies, I don't care if it, if as long it, as we can, as be long together. as I can be with, with, you know, and it's like, yeah, that's like an irresponsible extreme view that doesn't hold up in reality, but that's. That's what love is. That's the feeling. I like what you said. It's Aww. the whole the whole movie is about the feeling of love and 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 being in 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 that feeling. Yeah, existing, especially as a as a kid, right? Especially like falling as a kid, in love for the first time, falling in love with somebody who loves you back, and you know, yeah, I don't I don't care. Yeah, oh, it's displacing a bunch of people from Tokyo. Fuck them. <laughs> I'm in love. Like, yeah, of course that's, like, irresponsible and, you know. It's going to rain for the next hundred years. But, I, yeah. I, I don't mean, care. I don't know. Like, if, as long if, as I'm with my baby. I think, I think if, like, that's your read of the movie, you're, you're fucking, like, if your read of the movie is that, like, the director is, well, like. Well, I can't believe that she. <laughs> I, I can't believe the director uh, doesn't care about uh, climate change or he doesn't care about, you know, displacing people in natural disasters. I think it's actually a really disasters. good idea to uh, <laughs> let one person go to save the many. If you were at a train <laughs> switch <laughs> and you had the entire city of Tokyo oh, on one side yeah, and your high school crush on the other yeah. side. <laughs> I, I don't know. I think it's, I think it's like real... You know, your brain's full of chowder if you if you think... If it's like... <laughs> yeah. if you're take, If you're taking a literal... A literal less like one. If you're taking any kind of lesson from a film or like a piece of media, I think you need to like grow up on some level. <laughs> if I'm, if I'm like, I mean, isn't that the point of media? No, I think I think the point of media is to tell a story. I don't think I don't think like yeah, but a lot of people want to like give, send some sort of moral message with their storytelling. I, I I don't think so. I think. No, I think if you go into if you go into creating a story with the intent of like I want to, uh, I want to make people feel that like, you know, X thing is bad. I think oftentimes you're gonna. I don't think I don't ever. I think we're saying slightly different things. Like, uh, I mean, so for example, like, you know, I is it. Well, I think it's I think it's a different thing than like, you know, say if you're Miyazaki and you're, you know, you're incorporating, you know, the destruction of the planet into your work. Right. You know, and it's it's just sort of that's like your viewpoint on 
what's happening in nature and the environment and stuff, you know, like I don't, it's like, it's not like spirited away is like telling you like, Hey, (laughs) stop polluting the river. (laughs) You know what I mean? But like, but because it's, it's sort of embedded into the story in a way that makes a lot of sense. Um, and in a way that is, you know, actually artistic and is actually narratively interesting. That's something that people, uh, by proximity or, or sort of, uh, as a result, not because of walk away with, with thinking, Oh, Hey, there's actually something about the environment. I think that's an interesting point. Like, you know, I think, I think media that like, you know, uh, patronize like uh patronizingly like tells like the viewer that like how to feel how to feel or that like um you know like i'm I'm gonna use an example from something i haven't like fully seen but i and i'm not saying i disagree with any of these causes or or people represented or whatever but i remember you were watching an episode of orange is the new black and I believe there was like a Muslim character talking to maybe her boyfriend or another male character. And he said something. And then the Muslim character was like, actually, feminism is about. Mm. And she like kind of goes on this like. And it was it, it just looks at camera. <laughs> she might as well have just like looked at the camera, looked at the camera and said, listen here, dum dum. And it's just pay like, attention to the glowing box. <laughs> and it's like it's like, yeah, I'm going to tell you what this, this is all about. Is this like a worthy cause or is this like something that you should care about? Yeah, sure. But at the same time, it's like, is how is this moving your narrative? Forward? I think you're just delineating uh, good storytelling from bad storytelling, though. Like, I feel like both are doing the same thing. But one is doing it effectively, and then one is doing it patronizing and like. I would, but I would say that it's still trying to get its message across or like the story across for the character. Maybe it's a little too forward with like what the the director is trying to <laughs> to, to, to highlight as important. <laughs> but I I would say that good storytelling. And wanting to tell a lesson generally do not mix. Yeah, but, yeah, but, yeah, but they're not like exclusive. No, they're not. You can tell a good story that has a lesson in it. Yeah, but that's a not, lot of that's good not, good stories in, have lessons in it. That's not an intentional, that's not the author intentionally going out of their way to do it. And that's, I and think that's they on do the... go out of their way to include it. No, they that's... wouldn't write the story about the thing. Anyway, we're, we're getting in the weeds. No, I, I think feel. I, I, I totally, I totally disagree with you. <laughs> like, no, and and I've gotten into arguments about this. I and think this we is... agree with each other. Is the thing? No, I, I don't think we do. I think, I think that we are on the same page. I don't think we are. I think I think you're. I, I think we're trying to say the same thing in different ways. Okay, what are what are you trying to say? That, I mean, I, I've already said it, but, like, obviously, it's not coming across the same way you would say it, but I agree with you, is what I mean. So, like, but I I also don't think that the two things are mutually, like, I feel like a, 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 I'm not a director, so, like, I can't say this for sure, but I feel like if I was a director... And I was making a story about something. It would be for a purpose, um, unless it was purposeless. 
all right, you just think I'm dumb. So no, like, let's I, move on. No, I don't think you're let's, dumb. Let's I just, move on. No, it's it's a. Uh, you're like, listen, you've never been in a writing seminar, so let's move on. We're, we don't need to discuss like the the purpose of storytelling in today's episode. Well, I've I, but I you know I I did a quick look at you know different reviews of the film, and people were were upset at the you know. They were they were making up this position for the director that he was advocating for people losing their homes to uh, no climate that's not change, in the story which is fucking idiotic. It's not in the story. And I and I and I am taking the leap to say that like these people are need some sort of message like if told any, to them. If anything, he's saying maybe it's fine that those people have lost their homes because love prevails. Like, <laughs> I, I don't think the climate stuff pays into this story at all is what I mean. And so I don't either. I, and I think it's just done like sloppily and maybe it could have been done better. And like a good example of it being done better is uh, Princess Mononoke. You know, where this there's like a literal like forest spirit being represented like here there is like the spirit of like the weather yeah anyway what i was gonna say is i knew they were gonna make it together by the end because the story is called weathering with you yeah bad title i felt i mean i felt like a dumbass because i didn't uh until the credits rolled i was like oh there's it's a double entendre Oh, it's like I would have just called it weathering or something. Weathering a relationship. No, no, no. Just, I mean, it's just like I knew it was going to work out. Yeah. There was no, like, maybe this is going to end sad. I, I, I sort of chalked it up to the... Uh, is this a child, a children's movie? Uh, I would say like if 10, 10 year old, 10 plus. PG-13. What's, uh, what's, what's Common Sense Media's take? <laughs> Do you ever do you ever look at Common Sense Media? No. It's uh it's the site for parents that like sort of it tells you like what like w- how old someone should be before they watch like a movie or like a book, sort of like as like a reference. So like you know it'll it'll be like oh, uh, uh Logan, definitely eighteen or like <laughs> you know Totoro probably f- five to six. Uh, <laughs> Common Sense Media says ages 13 plus. Oh, okay. I disagree. I think you could probably... Kids say 11 plus. <laughs> parents say 14 plus. Wow. Interesting. I guess there's a lot of boob moments. Yeah. You're looking at my boobs. Yeah, it was kind of not the highlight. But it was kids falling in love. Yeah. yeah. Why do you, Why do people like <laughs> weathering with you, John? Because there's no political message in it. Yeah. This is for all this is for all my apolitical freaks out there. <laughs> uh it's just a, it's just a love story. <laughs> yeah, no, I think it's I think sweet. it's Yeah, it's it's very sweet. It's very Cute. very anime. Oh. This is like I I feel like this is like this is like where anime's headed. Or mm. is. This is like the this is like the present of anime. Uh I think it's I think we're sort of we're sort of moving past uh shonen as the dominant form of anime. Granted, you know, I think Demon Slayer obviously stays winning. <laughs> as the kids say. Oh my god. <laughs> but uh uh 
you know, I, I think, I think, uh, I think it's very representative of like where I think the, the form is going in a lot of way in the, in the popular sphere. Like I think, I think a lot of people are sort of connecting to these stories of, of romance and love <laughs> and feeling. Feeling. Why do you think people love love? love. <laughs> Why do people love this movie? Love. Um, I think it's relatable. <laughs> you know, have you ever fallen in love with a girl that's got magic powers and and you just want to save her? <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I mean, it's sort of straightforward. It's it's um not entirely like an original idea, but it it's not like a bad watch by any means. I I would watch your name over this. Yeah. Again. If you're if this is your first time wanting a tango with uh fuck what's his name Shinkai. With Shinkai's work, I feel bad. Shinkai isn't like second nature to me, like Ano or yeah, Hisoda Shinkai. Or... I keep seeing like Shinkai isms on like like classic Shinkai isms, and like I can definitely see him his taste in the movies. But I think we're if this is the types of movies he makes, he's got to like try a different subject matter or something. Like, um, I felt this was like way too referential to his last movie. And from watching Flavors of Youth, which was made from the same sort of uh, production company, I think, there's definitely, like, room for something a little more nuanced and different. Maybe even, like, don't even use magical elements. Like, maybe even take the fantasy out and see what happens. I feel like this was him trying light fantasy. Yeah. I'd say either go even further with it or try to do something along the lines of flavors of youth. Like I loved the first entry in flavors of youth. I felt like that could have been a whole. Well, good news because he's got a, he's got a film coming out this year. Suzume no Tojimari. Oh yeah. Um, it's a nice cool looking door in the middle of a, uh, sort of dilapidated looking, uh, I just hope it's something different. Something different. Give us give us something a little different. Let's see it. Let's see a thirty year old. Let's see a forty. Let's see a couple forty. Let's see a couple middle aged people falling in love. Because you don't find like you're not like comparing Totoro to Spirited Away to. I mean, maybe you are in terms of like which one's my favorite, but it's they're like su- they're such different movies. You're not like comparing them one to one because the so similar yeah so, even even like his kind of trap even his stuff i feel like is so is like very different from like he has like i think there's a uh straight line of of like thought and sort of taste kind of running through it but right um they're all very different like plot wise like you can have sort of like visually similar stuff like if, yeah. if that's your vibe to have these sort of like fantastical city and like lighting effects then yeah do that it's just like juice up your story let's we we believe in you sweetie (laughs) sweaty okay hashtag all right i can't talk anymore yeah my throat hurts uh thank you for listening if you if you want to come to my literary seminar (laughs) send me it'll be a zoom link uh... there'll be a zoom link i'll send the syllabus 
Uh, if you want to tell me how I'm wrong and how all, you know. If you want to tell me that I'm wrong. And you want you want to say that, you know, media uh, is inherently political, <laughs> which doesn't. You, I, I'll have four. Which four isn't what I was arguing. Double spaced on my desk. Which is something I believe in. Uh, you can email me directly <laughs> at uh, John Loves Digimon at yahoo.com. <laughs> okay. my, my personal email. Okay. Uh, if you want to, you want to send me an email. If you want to send us an email to the to the show, shoot us an Why email. Why do people like anime? Dot com at gmail or at gmail.com. We don't com. have a website. Uh, or on Instagram follow at, us why, do people like at why do people like anime. Uh, buy a merchandise item. We've, Thank you so much to everyone who has been buying shirts and hats. We still have a couple left. They're flying off the, the shelf this weekend, so we're kind of getting low. Uh, we're, we're all out of 2X. Those are fucking extinct. <laughs> to all my, all my big man brethren out there or buy big a hat. person. <laughs> buy a hat. It'll fit your head. Yeah. Uh, next week... More anime. More anime. And drive safe. Please. Dear God. And watch out for the rain. <laughs>